Hello and welcome to the Rome Rallies Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Rome. Today's episode, I go through my final mock draft. It's draft week, and I'm excited to see how it unfolds. I think there'll be a lot of surprises that we didn't see coming. The commander should have a chance at, top wide, at a top wide receiver, like a Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams has been on the rise, a guy I really, really like, Chris Olave, or an impact secondary player like a Kyle Hamilton if he drops to 11. I think he's high, a high probability he could be the pick if he's there. I have a mock draft article out now for Hogshaven, so be sure to check it out. Having said all that, another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get this popping. All right, so the mock draft starting here. Got the number one pick, Jacksonville Jaguars, taking defensive end, Ed Rusher, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. Uh, I know there's been some Trayvon Walker, you know, rise that maybe he can be on the one. And, you know, that definitely is possible. I and mean, the Jaguars aren't always the most reliable fan base, excuse me, fan base, reliable decision makers, especially the last couple of years. Um, so, you know, definitely could be Trayvon Walker. He has a lot of upside, but I think they go with a sure pick here in Aiden Hutchinson. Number two of the Lions taking the aforementioned Ed Rusher, Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Walker, I think, is a top five lock. He's been obviously on a rise ever since the combine. Um, and he had a great combine. He had a good tape his last year to senior year. He's going to be junior Georgia. <laughs> and he's a guy that can play outside and inside. He gets some good versatility to Detroit. And three of the Houston Texans take and tackle Iki Aquano from NC State. Um, ta- the Texans, you could use Aquano at guard or at right tackle, opposite of Laramie Tunsil. Uh, they're trying to build around Davis Mills. And Aquano is, I think, the top tackle in this class. Number four, the Jets taking Ed Rusher Jermaine Johnson, the second from Florida State. Jermaine's a guy that's been rising a lot recently. He had a great. Um, Season last year, Florida State went ACC Defensive Player of the Year. He had 12 and a half sacks. Um, and, the, you know, I think the Jets are going to go with someone they could think will fit well in Robert Salah's scheme. And I think he'd be a good fit opposite of Carl Lawson. Number five, the Giants taking tackle Charles Cross, Mississippi State. This is another guy that's getting a lot of smoke there in that five to seven range between the Giants and Panthers. Um, I think Charles Cross is a guy that uh, is more comfortable on the right side. And I think the Giants are comfortable with Andrew Thomas at the, on the left tackle position ever since he had a good second year last year. So I think they go with Cross to play right tackle. At six, the Panthers are a quarterback here. They could trade down, but I'm going with tackle Evan Neal from Alabama. Panthers have had left tackle problems for a decade now. Um, Evan Neal is a guy that's played left. He's played right. He's played guard position. So he, the Panthers need some, um, you know, some talent in that offensive line. They've been struggling for a while trying to protect whoever's behind center. Um, Taylor Moon's a good right tackle, so they have Evan Neal, I think, can stick a left tackle for Carolina. At seven, I have the Giants taking edge rusher Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. Uh, Thibodeau is right out there with a Hutchinson and Walker. Um, Talent-wise, maybe even a little better. He just has some off-field concerns, whether it's motor, and you know they, he's already talking about a post-career, you know, career in acting or um, being a sportscaster, which you know there's no problem having dreams. I don't know why it's such a big deal, but either way, Thibodeau will be in a good market for that if he goes to the Giants at seven. And number eight, had the Atlanta Falcons taking wide receiver Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. Um, Garrett's my top receiver right now. Um, I've said that you know throughout this podcast, remind me of Stephon Diggs. Um, the Falcons badly, badly need receiver help. Calvin really suspended for the year. Um, and they, you know, they lost Russell Gage in free agency to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Garrett Wilson will be the number one receiver from day one. Kyle Pitts will be the number one passing option in that, you know, that pass game with Marcus Mariota because he's a he is a wide receiver. He's playing tight end. He's a beast. But you know, getting Garrett Wilson to pair with Pitts would be a nice pick for Atlanta. 
Number nine of the Seattle Seahawks taking cornerback Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. You know, it's been Seattle's love long corners for years now, going back to Richard Sherman back in 2011 in the fifth round. So Sauce Gardner, the new line um, in that lineage, if they go with him, um, reminds the people of um, Richard Sherman to exceed to an extent, but you know, um, actually, you know, Gardner's a lot faster. So um, he has good ball skills. You know, Sherman had better ones, but either way, Gardner will be a big, uh, good selection for Seattle. And number ten, have the Jets taking wide receiver, wide receiver Jamison Williams from Alabama. He's been rising a lot because his ACL recovery has gone very smoothly. Chance he could be ready in September or October when a lot of people thought it was going to be more November, December originally. Um, he's the best deep threat in this class. He's an elite game breaker. Um, the Jets were looking for that in Tyreek Hill when they tried to trade for him a few weeks back. So getting a young version of Tyreek, not saying Jameis could be Tyreek, but that same kind of skill set is something I'm sure the Jets would really like to attain. So number 11, we've got the Washington Commanders. You know, on the board here, you still have Drake Leonard from USC, who I know the team seems to really like based off, you know, I've heard from John Kime and other guys. Um, then you have um, Chris Olave, who obviously seems like Ron Rivera is high on him as well. You have Derek Singley Jr. from LSU, who I'm very high on. I don't know if this team is high on. Um, but then obviously the pick I'm actually going to make here is safety Kyle Hammonds from Notre Dame. Um, Kyle's an absolute stud. Um, he's going to fit the Buffalo nickel role perfectly for this team. Um, he could play free. He could play strong. He has elite ball skills. Um, he'll come up and hit you. Um, he's just someone that this team can't pass on. And I know his fans are... Don't want another defensive player, but I think Kyle's a guy that is the exception, and he can you know, really make this defense, transform it to a level where they want it to be, where it should have been last year in the down year of 2021, disappointing 2021. So getting a like, guy like Kyle to put in that secondary with a Cam Curl, Bobby McCain, um, you know, Kendall, and William Jackson, Benjamin St. Juice um, would be terrific. You know, he, he'd be a stud from day one, and he can you know, transform, like I said, having a pro bowler in the secondary because that was exactly what Kyle Hamilton will be will be great for this defense at 12 in the Minnesota Vikings state cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU Stingley's a guy he's my number one corner even above Gardner um in his freshman film which is unbelievable man corner to a T um sticks to receivers like Rice I like White on Rice and he, he's just a guy that has a tremendous ball skills he can play receiver too um the Vikings you know I'm sure we'd be very happy to get him because they need the number one corner in the worst way and Stingley will be that 13 of the Houston Texans and taking wide receiver Drake Lennon from USC. Um, like I said, they're trying to build around Davis Mills when I was talking about the third pick. Lennon's a big target. Reminds a little bit of Mike Evans, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. as well. Um, he's really good wiggle after the catch for a guy his size, and he'd be a good pick to pair with Brandon Cooks in Houston. 14 of the Ravens taking defensive tackle Jordan Davis from Georgia. Davis is an athletic freak being 6'6", 340, running a 4'7 at the combine. Um, he is an absolute force in the run game. The Ravens have you know, had a little trouble with that as of late, you know, getting back to that long lineage of defensive tackles they had, going back to like the Tony Saragusa or the Lodinatas of the world. So getting a guy like Jordan Davis to, you know, come in and fill that role would be huge for Baltimore. At 15, I have a mock trade here. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up from 20 to 15 to get Malik Willis. Um, Malik's a guy that is the best quarterback in this class, talent, talent. You know, his potential is out of this world, um, at least in this class. You know, he has the potential to be a top six, top seven quarterback, in my opinion, if everything breaks right. And, of course, that's a big if. Um, but the arm talent's elite. Um, his athletic ability and mobility is elite. Um, he's a guy that's only going to get better as long as he's, you know, team is patient with him like Pittsburgh can be. They can sit him behind Trubisky for a year and have him take over in 2023. At 16, now the Saints, you know, taking another quarterback that fell here, and that's Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. Um, I think they have to take him at this point. You know, he probably shouldn't have. He probably go a little higher. I think his talent is very limited. He's not going to have. He doesn't have the biggest ceiling in the world, but he can be, you know, a respectable starter in this league, along the lines of an Andy Dalton type. Um, and you know, the Saints obviously have Jameis Winston. They sign Andy Dalton, uh, but Pickett's a guy that you know can come in and at least facilitate an offense pretty easily from a really from day one. 
At 17, and the Chargers take and tackle Trevor Penny from Northern Iowa. And they cut ben, uh, Brian Balaga a few months back. Getting Penny, the guy that could play right tackle for them, opposite Rashawn Slater, would be really good for Justin Herbert. At 18, and the Eagles taking cornerback Trent McDuffie from Washington. Uh, there's another team that needs in the more secondary help. You know, Darius Slay is a stud, but he's getting a little older. Getting a guy like McDuffie that they can pair with and eventually take over for him at the number one corner day, um, in a few years. At number 19, of the Saints taking wide receiver Chris Olave from Ohio State. Olave is a guy that can, you know, can go as high as 11 to Washington because I think they're really high on him. Um, I think he is the best route runner in this class. He can get 800 to 1,000 yards from day one, in my opinion, in the league, especially if he has a consistent third a quarterback throwing to him, whether that's Jameis Winston or the case this mock, it would be Kenny Pickett. Um, but, you know, if they go Kenny Pickett in that first pick for them, I think getting Chris Olave would really help Pickett um, succeed. At 20, at the Eagles taking linebacker Devin Lloyd from Utah, and this is the mock trade ahead of him from Malik Willis. They dropped down 15 to 20 in this mock. Um, Devin Lloyd's a guy that they probably could be happy with picking at 15 if that's the case. You know, Lloyd's a guy that's the best linebacker in this class. Uh, the Eagles have struggled to have a middle linebacker in the last couple of years, and Devin Lloyd's a guy that can fit that role. At 21, the Patriots taking guard Kenyon Green from Texas A&M. They traded away Shaq Mason to, both, uh, to the Buccaneers uh, last month, a guy that is, is a really good player, and they didn't get much for him. So getting a guy like Kenyon Green to start for them right away will help fill that void. 22 of the Packers taking wide receiver Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Um, another guy that has a lot of athletic ability, almost that running back wide receiver mold of the Debo Samuel, even though Debo doesn't want to do that anymore. Uh, but Traylon Burks is a guy that um, ran faster than his 40 time, in my opinion, on tape. Um, he was able to, you know, elude SEC defenders pretty easily. Um, and he's just a big physical presence, a little bit of A.J. Brown in his game as well. The Packers need receiver help. Burks can help, to help them with that. 23 of the Cardinals taking defensive tackle Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. Cardinals could use more inter inside pressure, interior pressure, excuse me. Um, and getting a guy like Devontae Wyatt, who was a stud at Georgia, and I think he's only going to be a better pro. 24 of the Cowboys taking guard Zion Johnson from Boston College. Um, the Cowboys lost Connor Williams in free agency to Miami. They cut Lyle Collins. Zion Johnson, I think, is a really, really good guard prospect and someone that could help you know open holes for Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. 25 of the Buffalo Bills taking cornerback Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson. Um, the Bills lost Levi Wallace of free agency to Steelers. Uh, Tredavious White still has a torn ACL. Hopefully he'll be back for week one. If he's not, Andrew Booth Jr. could help fill that role and eventually be a four nice one-two combo with Tredavious. 26 of the Tennessee Titans taking wide receiver Jahan Dotson from Penn State. Uh, Jahan Dotson had over 1,000 yards and 90 catches last year. He's going to be really good in the slot. And I think he's someone that can you know pair with Robert Woods and A.J. Brown to really help Bryant in and he'll stay afloat and take some pressure off their country in the run game. 27, I have another mock trade here. I have the Seattle Seahawks trading back into the first round, coming up from the second round. They're picking the second round to get Buccaneers quarterback Desmond Ritter. Um, excuse me, not Buccaneers quarterback. This is Buccaneers pick, but getting Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter is a guy that I think can eventually challenge Drew Locke to be the starter You know, this year, um, especially Drew Locke is, the, is really the only threat to him. Um, Ritter is a guy that a lot of people love um, his, based on his personality. He has good movement skills. He has a good arm. He's a little inaccurate at times. He kind of reminds me of Ryan Tannehill. Um, but I, see, I could see Seattle, you know, being appealed with a guy like that. He's rising more in the um, rankings in the last couple weeks, and I think the Seahawks come up and get him here at pick 27. 28 of the Packers taking guard slash tackle Tyler Smith from Tulsa. He's going to be more of guard in the NFL. Um, the Packers, I think, are going to transition to a little more running game, you know, as Aaron is, you know, aging. And obviously they just have really two really good backs in A.J. Dillon and um, Aaron Jones. The 29 of the Chiefs taking wide receiver Christian Watson from North, North Dakota State. Um, Watson's a guy that's an athletic freak, you know. He's 6'4", ran a 4'3 at the combine, had a really good pro day, had a really, excuse me, a really good uh, senior bowl. That's what really put him on the map. Um, he was a elite deep threat at North Dakota State. Obviously, it's a lower-level competition. Um, but if you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes throwing to you, I think Watson can, you know, really have a nice career in the NFL. 
At 30, you have the Chiefs taking Ed Resser David Ojabu from Michigan. Ojabu could have been a top 15 pick before he tore his Achilles at his pro day. Um, his obviously his ceiling is still very high. He was double digit sack guy in Michigan. I think he can do that in the NFL as well. Um, you know, the P Chiefs are patient with him and have him for their stretch run in you know, November, December, and they'll be happy with their pick at 30. At 31, I have the Bengals taking center Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. They obviously did a good job um, improving that offensive line in free agency, signing Ted Karras, Alex Kappa, Lyle Collins. Um, but they can move Ted Karras back to guard, where he played mostly in New England, and get Tyler Linderbaum to be, you know, a ten-year starter for them from Iowa, and you know, protect Joe Burrow. And that's that's the biggest concern for Cincinnati. They could have won a Super Bowl if they protect Joe Burrow last year. So Linderbaum would be a nice selection. And the last pick of the first round, I have the Lions taking quarterback Sam Howell from North Carolina. Uh, you know, the Lions might not go quarterback here, but I could see them doing it just to get that secure that fifth-year option, especially if Howell sits for a year behind golf. It gives them another year to evaluate before making a decision on him. You know, how's a guy that had a really good 2020 throwing to guys like Deami Brown, Daz Newsom, and Javante Williams in the backfield, Michael Carter in the backfield, and he lost a lot of that talent, obviously, in 2022, excuse me, 2021, as we know, Deami Brown's a Washington commander. Uh, but Sam Howell's a guy that he did really well in the interview process. He worked with the Detroit coaching staff at the Senior Bowl. There's some familiarity there. He's really mobile, um, sneakily mobile. I know a lot of very good maker Mayfield comparisons made to him, which I could see. Um, but obviously, I think Howe would be a nice pick and someone that they can groom behind Jared Goff and eventually take over. Well, with that, that will include this Run Around League episode. Draft week is here, so I look forward to an exciting weekend. I think Washington will go wide receiver or defensive back, but I think they're also going to look to trade back if the opportunity presents itself. They could, you know, they need to pick up another third round or they don't have a fifth round, or so I think trading back is a really big option in the first or second round. Hope you enjoyed this mock draft. I'll be back next week for crafting all that happened. You can check my workout on August Haven. Like I said, my final mock is out now for them. You can follow me on Twitter at NFLScout21 and Instagram at RomanOnTheLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.